I think that book is a really, really good place to start. Again, super cheap on Amazon, but totally pick that book up um, and, and give it to your kid if, if, if that's something that you think would, if, they're, if you want to get them interested in the topic. Because um, it really, yeah, it, it, it does a good job of like sparking interest and um, yeah, just conveying some, some things like compound interest and like the, the power of, of investing in assets and stuff that isn't, isn't taught in schools and isn't something that you're, you're likely to just like naturally pick up on on your own uh, if you don't have some kind of like structured resource for it. So I would start with that book and then again. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome, Money Talkers. I have a special treat for you guys today. I have one of the top business podcasters in the world on Money Talkers today. I have Apple Kreider. He's a 20-year-old, get that, 20-year-old, working on graduating college in two and a half years, but he is better known as the host of Young Smart Money. This is a top 100 business con uh, podcast for young entrepreneurs. And recently, Apple even went as far to open up his own podcasting space to start on the Podblade. It's a low-cost podcast editing company known for their $20 podcast edits. Apple's very passionate about making people aware of the multitude of alternatives that exist outside of the traditional life path. I am very excited to have him on the show. Uh, Apple, if you don't mind saying hi. Sure thing, Cody. I'm excited to uh, join you and all the money talkers on this episode. Well, fantastic, man. I, uh, I want to dive right in with you. Uh, I'm extremely excited to talk to you. Uh, what you've done uh, in such a short amount of time is um, you know, nothing but amazing to me. Um, I'm also a fan. I, I listen to the podcast. I see the guests you get. I'm just excited to talk to you about it uh, as Money Talk is growing. And I know that our audience will be able to uh, find this extremely interesting. I think what I'd really like to ask you about to get started is, man, is like, how did you decide to do this? Like, what, what was the aha moment that you were like, you know what, I'm just going to put myself out there? Yeah, that's a great question. So basically, um, yeah, so recently, actually, uh, I just graduated from college, uh, honestly, like less than a week ago. So oh, man, that's great development. Thank you. Um, but so during college, when I first got to school, I was really, I was really just not jazzed about the whole experience. I, I wasn't stoked about being there. Um, and, and the reason for that in hindsight was like, I didn't really understand that you could study something that you were passionate about. I just like didn't put those two things together, which I don't, I don't really know why that, why that didn't click for me. Um, but basically I was just studying stuff that I didn't really enjoy that much. And so I wasn't enjoying life that much. So I, I sort of took to YouTube 
and kind of just like was Googling like, what can I do to like fill my time with that's actually enjoyable? And so I stumbled into the world of like online businesses and uh, over the span of like a year, I was really trying everything under the sun, all the sort of like cookie cutter businesses you see Facebook ads promoting. So like uh, I was trying to sell stuff on Amazon. I was doing like the social media marketing, running Facebook ads, doing Instagram. So I was doing all these like social media businesses. Um, eventually, that led me to being interviewed on my local college radio station. They were like, yo, this kid's doing some cool stuff, making a little bit of money online. That's pretty cool. So let's bring him on the radio. So I ended up going on the radio. I'd never done an interview before. So I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, why do people actually want to talk to me? Like, I don't really think I had that much stuff to say. But um, they took me on the radio and got to sit, sit down with, with, some, with some radio DJs for like 30, 45 minutes and just sort of like chat it up. Um, tell them about what I was working on and stuff. And and so that kind of introduced me to the world of like interviews and just, I was, I was by the end of that interview, I was like, dang, that was really cool. Like, I want to do more of that. So then I kind of just went back to YouTube. I was like, how do I interview people? Um, and then I stumbled into the world of podcasting prior to launching my own show, really didn't even know what a podcast was. Um, so, so uh, about four or five days later, ended up launching my own show and um, that's that's sort of how it all got started. But yeah, it was really just me not being super satisfied, content, whatever, with um, college and just needing something to do to kind of um, to, to to keep engaged, keep interested, and in, and in find something that really caught my attention. I I can totally relate with that. Um, you know, and, and I also love the fact that uh, you took that initiative and went and educated yourself and said, "Well, how do I do this?" And you just went and said, "Man." I can go find out. Like yep. a lot of people will stop and say, I can't do this. And for me, one of the biggest mindset changes you can have is changing the word I can't to how do I? Mm -hmm. And so that's so cool that you went onto YouTube and just said, well, I want to do this. How do I do it? And you just start watching and educating yourself, man. That's straight um, up. I mean, awesome. my top two mentors, I always say Google search bar, YouTube search bar. Those are my two <laughs> top mentors right there. Like you can, you can learn so much. Like there is such a wealth of information out there that like, if you have the initiative, if you just have an idea, like you can figure out how to execute on it. If you just take a couple hours on a Saturday and just learn, like just take some time, learn about some stuff and then just start doing it. Yeah, I uh, I kind of blew my wife's mind one time. I took apart our flat screen TV because I was watching a YouTube video <laughs> because it blew out and I put it back together. I was like, I was so excited. But anyway, um, so let me ask this. How did you decide on, on, on a financial, at, a, at a, such a young age, like how did you decide on not just doing like, uh, you know, whatever's hottest trend here and there? Like you, your your podcast really dives into like personal financial success. And then, yeah. Like how did, how did you end up on that? Yeah. So I like prior to, to getting to school, I'd always been pretty fascinated with money. Um, from a very young age, I, I kind of realized that money was going to be a very uh, integral part of my life, whether I wanted it to be or not, just kind of through observing my parents, my peers, the people around me, and just kind of seeing like, I, I can remember from a very young age, like observing my mom and like how she would spend money, interact with money. And, and so that sort of just, just watching that and observing that, um, kind of kind of gave me this interest and I'd also at the same time been working part-time jobs since I was about 12 um, my uncle owns a campground so basically as soon as I was old enough to stand behind a cash register he had me uh, work in the, the little store down there um, and, and so I was making a little bit of money during the summers putting that away I'm a big saver not really a spender so by the time I got to like 16 17 years old I had a fair bit of money saved up um, just from working for the past four or five summers and so I, I kind of realized I was like I'm sure there's something 
better that I could be doing with this money besides just letting it sit in this savings account, earning like 0.05% interest, um, getting, getting a couple pennies a year, you know, like I'm sure there's, there, I'm sure there's something better out here. So that was sort of, um, when I took to YouTube as I do, um, and I just searched like what to do with my money. And so that kind of brought me down the whole personal finance rabbit hole at the age of like 16, 17, started learning about Roth IRAs, started learning about building credit, budgeting, investing. And so that all of that stuff was just, I was so hooked on that, that I just started telling all of my friends about how cool all of this stuff was like Roth IRAs, compound interest. I was like, this stuff is so cool. And as most 17 year olds do, they were like, dude, you're like, this is, this is stupid. Like, why, why do I need to know this stuff? I'll think about that when I'm like 38 years old. Um, so I was like, I really, I'm so passionate. I'm reading all these books. I'm learning all this stuff. Nobody wants to listen to me. Um, so I'm just going to make some YouTube videos. So I, I took to YouTube and I just started like putting stuff out there. Um, really just as a creative outlet more than anything. I was just like making videos about like, Hey guys, I opened up a Roth IRA. Here's what I'm investing in. Here's why I did that. Um, and then just sort of like documenting like what happened. So I'm like, Hey, I applied for this new credit card. This is what happened to my credit score. This is, these are all the factors of your credit score and kind of just like sharing, um, some basic financial information and then also giving like my experiences. Cause like I wasn't really positioning myself as an expert. Cause obviously I was like 17, maybe 18 years old at the time. Um, so I'm no, I'm no financial guru. Um, but I was basically just like, Hey, here's what I did. Here's what happened. So if you do something similar, chances are something similar might happen to you. So that was, that was sort of what I was doing there. And, and so I was doing that for quite a bit of time actually. So probably about a, maybe a year before I launched my podcast is when I started doing YouTube. Um, so that was, that was where the whole personal finance interest came in. And, um, all the while, I mean, yeah, it was really just a creative outlet for me to, to put the stuff out there. And I was like, Hey, if you guys want to learn about this stuff, I'm making some videos, you can go watch them. If you don't, no worries. I'm just kind of doing this for me. So, uh, that was, that was sort of where I, I first got that, got that spark on personal finance. Man, I, that's, uh, you said my two favorite words, which are compound interest. The first time I saw that I was 19 and my, my eyes lit up. I literally changed my college major, like on the spot. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, and I, it just, I had that, I had that aha moment. It was like, it was like, as soon as I saw it, I just went, what is this? Yeah. And I got the same bug and then nobody wanted to talk to me about it. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, a compound interest calculator, man, when I first found yeah. one of those and just started like putting numbers in my mind exploded. I was like, if I do this for 40 years, I'll have how many million dollars? Like this is crazy stuff. So like, yeah. I don't know. I still show my friends like compound interest calculators when they'll like listen to me. And, and sometimes I can just like watch their, their brain explode. Um, because it's just, it's so, it's so wild. I, to me, I, I honestly truly believe this. Any kid in America can be a millionaire. It just, you literally need, uh, from, I think it's like 16 to 66. If you put $40 a month away, it's 10 bucks a week. Yeah. You got to figure that out. But it's like, it, it just compound interest blows up over a million dollars. Like it's just, yep. but we don't, you know, we don't teach these things in school. And to me, it's a tragedy that we're not explaining these things because the first time I saw it, I was actually in college. And I remember being angry about the kids I knew that we're never going to see this information. You know, and today we're in a little bit different world because because of the ability to go out and self-educate with YouTube and, um, you know, podcasts and things like it's, it's, it's amazing to see where you're at where I was had a lot of the same feelings, but I didn't have a lot of the same accesses. 
And so I think what you're doing is fantastic. And so that's what we want to do with Money Talkers is, is to bring that education to help parents talk to their kids about these things. And I just, um, I'm curious as from, because of that background where you can now self-educate, like where did you find your influences? Like what were the things that like got you, who, you know, who, who got you going? Like, cause I know for me who it was like, I, I yeah. and, but I'm just curious, like if okay. you have a YouTube version of it, or, you know, what you went out and found. Yeah. So really, it, it's funny now because all of the people who I was initially learning from are now all really good friends of mine. Um, just through all of the connections I've been able to build through the space, all the events that I've been going to, um, been doing work for some of these guys. So um, the, the big one, though, has been a guy named Ryan Scribner. Um, he, I think he's got like half a million subscribers on YouTube. Um, so he's doing pretty well for himself. He makes a lot of investing videos. Um, but yeah, him and I are, are very good friends now. We've been on multiple vacations together um, and just travel around a lot. So he's a, he's a really good friend of mine. But he was somebody who I've been learning from for like, he was one of the, yeah, the first people that I ever found was learning from him for a couple of years. Um, and then, yeah, started building a relationship with him. So that's been really cool. Um, Graham Stephan, another guy who um, is doing a lot of cool stuff and able to meet him a couple of times as well. Um, really, really cool dude. Um, so those, so those two were definitely like the two biggest influences on me, I believe in, in terms of personal finance. Also, um, Chelsea Fagan from the financial diet, also somebody who, um, I've met at a couple events and, and she's super, super cool. Um, but yeah, she's, she was a really big influence as well. I'm pretty sure that channel's got a lot of, a, a lot of press now. So, um, those are, those are kind of the big three though. I mean, all of those people just put out really, really good information when it comes to investing, um, Roth IRAs, credit cards all that good stuff. So, um, and, and honestly, like I'm somebody who doesn't like to, to complicate things that don't necessarily need to be complicated. So like, as long as I understand like what all the moving pieces are, like, I don't need to go, go super, super, super in depth on, on things. Like if I have a good understanding of it, like I'm fine to just like start taking action and sort of see what happens. Um, I don't need to understand. Like, I think this is something actually pretty generational. Like, people in, in my generation, like people who are like, I don't know, like 25 and under, like we don't necessarily need to understand how a thing works. Like if our phone works and it does the things that we need it to do, we don't need to understand like all of the gizmos and gadgets and programs running on behind the scenes. Whereas like people from my parents' generation, like they need to like take things apart and like figure out like, Oh, like how does this work? And how does this happen? Whereas like people in my generation don't really need to know that. So that being said, that's, that's kind of how I, I look at a lot of things. As long as like, I understand like what processes are going on and like kind of how they're happening and why they're happening. Like, I don't need to see like all the little bits and pieces and everything. So I, I sort of take that with me into um, personal finance as well. Like as long as I understand like the big macro concepts and I can convey those to people in a way that's easy to understand, I don't feel the need to overwhelm people with all of like crazy, like additional like details and little minuscule things here and there. Cause a lot of times that just it intimidates people. People get scared. They don't do anything. So um, I, I like to focus on like big picture stuff and then like let people dig into the areas that they really want to dig into if they, if they want that additional information. So that's, that's kind of my whole MO behind, behind personal finance. I think, um, I, you know, one of the things to focus on, because I believe what you're saying is, is, is I feel the same way is that people will get lost in the details. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times I feel a lot of times people will say, you know, Oh, you should save money like as a principle, right? But if you took the extra time and said, okay, these are the results you're going to get. It's kind of what you're talking about. Like, how yep. do you, like, you don't need to know how your phone works. You just need to know that if I do this, this happens. Yep. Right? And so exactly. if, if you look at the end results and you have a goal in mind, 
and you just talk about those goals because that's literally step one, you know, like it, where people don't talk about money because they see it as a taboo subject. They don't want to learn about it. They're frustrated, whatever it is. Like if you just said, hey, you know what? What do you want when you retire? Okay, we'll use that one, right? Or what kind of car do you want to drive? Or what kind of house, what kind of neighborhood do you want to live in? Like, okay, how do I get there? And you lay out some steps. It's a lot easier to follow than just saying, hey, you know what? Get a good job and study hard and save money, you know? And it's like yeah. that that part would. So I have a question. So like, where would you recommend that uh, that someone, you know, 16, 18, you know, 20, that, you know, where would, where would you recommend that parents help their kids go to places to find that information? Like, would you go back to YouTube? Would you go? I mean, I, I follow Graham as well. I think his stuff's fantastic. It's straightforward. Um, yeah. is, is that still the same places that you feel that you would um, recommend or how, how would they would get started? Yeah, I think I think YouTube's a great place to get started. Um, also, I, I one of the books that I read right when I was getting started was Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And, and that book's just a classic, honestly. Like you can pick that up on, on Amazon for like less than $5, I think. Um, and that book really just does do a really good job at introducing a lot of the basic concepts through this whole narrative, which, which is a really good um, vehicle, I feel, for conveying these, these financial concepts in a way that's easy to understand if you don't have any background. So I think that book is a really, really good place to start. Again, super cheap on Amazon, would totally pick that book up um, and, and give it to your kid if, if, if that's something that you think would, if, they're, if you want to get them interested in the topic. Because um, it really, yeah, it, it, it does a good job of like sparking interest and um, yeah, just conveying some, some things like compound interest and like the, the power of, of investing in assets and stuff that isn't, isn't taught in schools and isn't something that you're, you're likely to just like naturally pick up on on your own uh, if you don't have some kind of like structured resource for it. So I would start with that book. And then again, I would start with YouTube too, just honestly like looking up like stock market for beginners or like investing basics or whatever. Um, and, and, and there's so many good resources out there. I mean, the channels that I named, I think are, they're still putting out really good content. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just such an abundance of information out there that like, whether, whether your kid would rather watch videos, which they probably would, or like read some blogs or, I mean, even podcasts, like there's a ton of really valuable personal finance podcasts that'll get you the basics. And then some that, that are all completely free. Like there's just so much free information out there that I'm like, I'm so stoked to be living in the, in the year that I'm living in. Honestly, like it's, it's crazy to just see like how much stuff we have at our fingertips and like thinking about my grandparents and what they had, like if they wanted to learn about personal finance, like they had to first learn the Dewey decimal system so they could show up at the library and like figure out where anything was. And like, there's just all this stuff that, that they had to go through all these hoops they had to jump through. And for us, it's literally, you just pull out your smartphone and like you, you have it all, like you have everything there. There's, there's no, there's no reason why you can't learn about anything that you want to learn about. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I mean, just go to YouTube, go to, go to, blogs go to podcasts like there's i mean there's just so much good info out there i mean it's it's crazy so my uh my youtube in college my influencer was that book really that was the first like financial book i'd ever read uh i read at the same time i took the finance class and i was uh i actually had a a, a conversation with a stockbroker at a random place and he just we talked for like two hours and then he just gave me the book and i'm like hmm. I don't want to read this. And I'm like, whatever. I started reading it. And I, I mean, it changed my whole perspective yeah. on basically like everything. I mean, all about money. It just, it, that flipped the switch for me. That, that one, that one book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And the, and the concept of assets and liabilities, you know, um, 
what they truly are, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and then compounding that income and, and, you know, learning about, uh, passive income and then learning about compounding. And it's like, it just, uh, it sounds a lot more technical as I'm saying it right now, but if you read the book, <laughs> it was, this is the best introduction you can have into these concepts because it just, uh, it lays it out in such a simple concept and then you see the results of, of over time. And so, yeah, I totally agree. Um, well, I want to thank you. So that, that kind of puts up our part one. And so I want to thank you for that. I want to take a quick break. Uh, and then what we're going to do is uh, we're going to set up for a part two where I really want to dive into what you're doing now. Um, just because I've got the opportunity to talk to somebody that's, uh, that's out there doing it in the podcast world. So um, if you guys want to catch uh, more with Apple and myself, uh, we'll be back on episode two. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. Please come join the Money Talkers community. Simply open up Facebook and search for the Money Talkers for parents who want successful children. Or if you're on Instagram, come follow us for weekly updates and quick successful mindset posts to impact your day. Our handle is at the Money Talkers. And remember, if you know somebody else out there that could benefit from this podcast, please, please make sure you share it so we can have the biggest impact change our young people's financial future. Let them know that you're a money talker.